0: actors and he released it anyway yeah uh so it was released anyway but it was i haven't really sat through it i had the opportunity several times i just some movies i just don't want to see yeah but I, well, you know, that's all
1: over this film everyone yeah. getting hurt remember the big jump at the end of gone in 60 seconds it gave him a limp for life
0: yeah and he used that footage over and over again which you know yes. is within his right he earned it it's now, an interesting guy i like these movies i love the fact that this is finally a third a movie of a hundred percent original material
1: oh no no we've already seen uh the junk man footage and well, we're going to see again remember he gets out of his car and he gets onto the helicopter's landing thing it's like we're going to see that now and and then we're going to stop seeing original stuff except for when hoyt Axton shows up every now and again now look he set up the wheel He's got his VW Rabbit.
0: Right, the VW
1: Rabbit. Yeah, of course. Now the way they did this is he's really on the back of a flatbed truck, and they made the wheels spin. So he's, yeah, he's on the back of a flatbed truck here. Now this is footage we saw before. Now right, he, he hit still his got head. hit in the face. Yeah. And I think that the the briefcase falling was a mistake. I really do, even though I didn't find that on the internet.
0: Well, I mean, God forbid he should be carrying a fucking suitcase dangling from a helicopter.
1: (laughs) It's his his steal the car equipment.
0: Oh, yeah. Very valuable. Yeah, there's the Volkswagen Rabbit.
1: Yeah. This is the same thing we saw. Same thing,
0: yeah. Same pauses. So okay. I take it this film is just going to repurpose old footage from the last two movies.
1: That's exactly right. And we're still excited right now seeing new footage with other stuff cut in. But eventually it's just going to be all gone in 60 seconds. Like this is all new footage of him getting right. on and everything. And all the stuff with Carl and, and the LAPD chief, Hoikst, is – Hoikst? What am I saying?
0: Wait, no. uh Toby- Hoik Axton.
1: Maxton in flux over
0: here. There he is. I'm going to get this guy. He's telling his next person who mistakes me for Joe Don Baker's going to (laughs) be walking small. Look at him. What an idiot. He doesn't even know how to hold a baseball bat. Okay, Joe Don. Yeah, he's trying to play cricket there, holding it backwards.
1: Yeah. It's got the flat part with the wide.
0: That's one way to make a movie, have like a real-time cricket game in the middle.
1: Oh no, I don't agree with you. I mean, you make a movie like that's just not cricket.
0: I had a dream that I was in Zootopia and I was at the comedy club, mm-hmm. and the grasshopper was on stage. And after every joke, I went, "How do you like it now?" You I don't suck. get it. Is there a drink? Oh, because you're the yeah, I'm in the audience heckler. heckling the uh, oh, look, grasshopper.
1: Here we are in they New York at the original wedding
0: from '74. Yeah. Did we just flashback 15 years? 11 years?
1: But the fashions didn't because they're all like polka Polish stuff.
0: You know, he was breathing heavy when he in real life went into the helicopter. He was like, yeah, but he's still wearing that stupid, like.
1: (laughs) Disguise.
0: Disguise. Yeah.
1: Okay. So now what we're finding out is. It's the plot of gone in 60 seconds. He's been given the deal to get 48 cars within 48 hours, okay? But this time there's the twist that the police chief is after him. This is the part in which he tells him you're not going on your honeymoon, you're helping us steal the car. Right,
0: I remember this from two weeks ago.
1: Now, Carl, that actor Carl, I didn't like it watching this film because he kept saying, Carl, you're an idiot! Carl, you retard!
0: Carl! And you, kept, you kept saying, "In a second, honey, I'm watching a movie. Oh, wait a minute!
1: Started, Carl. So I got about eight times during this film now the actor who plays carl i knew i recognized him before for this film i did find his detail um he was twins on the sopranos he was philly and patsy parisi both guys on the hbo television series the soprano oh, various agree. characters in law and order don't uh, the junk bandit lists men of respect the yards he was crooklyn as a con edison man in 1994 the spike lee film yes. so his success if you want to call it that really came pretty late you know it was way after this film but he was a mathematics professor in between so he made a living and was in movies this is all new footage yeah. it's a deal getting made that he's going to steal the cars
0: now, is this all? This equipment, all these toys are cool. I mean, we saw a boat and a plane, boat yeah. and a boat plane. Well, you know, he made
1: millions off of um, uh, Gone in sixty seconds, which only cost him one hundred thousand dollars to make. Now, at the time, he was scraping money together. They would film stuff, then they would stop and spend about a month, month and a half, like repairing forty cars. He would stockpile ten grand again. <laughs> let's shoot you know he would fund himself and it really paid off for him when he made millions that's how he was able to sort of uh do this collection now the cars that he had for the first film they were right. really on the cheap now i know that we're talking about 1974 money but still paying 200 which is what a court qu- maybe two grand today for a huge dump truck and a fire trucks and
0: it's a steal you know,
1: there's Lyle Wagner's car,
0: right, Mr. Cool. Yeah. So oh my God, this is like—I've recognized this movie. This is gone in sixty seconds. We're just—is H- his mustache fake? With
1: a finger, he just edited in.
0: Is his mustache fake? Yeah. These are burning questions from like two, uh, two weeks no. ago. No,
1: he's wearing a wig for sure. I don't know if his mustache is fake. I don't think so.
0: But that's the same thing he wore when he jumped on the helicopter and climbed inside.
1: Yes, exactly. So that it would match this footage.
0: He man, I can't believe he would do all these. I mean, I understand his passion is cars and and stunts, and he, but to also do that helicopter stunt—that's yeah, amazing. Yeah.
1: Well, he thought he was so cool, and he was right. He was a yeah. badass.
0: Now, well, fuck, this, Tom fuck Tom Cruise. Fuck Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. No, he does it.
1: No, he hung onto a plane. He deserves kudos too. It's a different thing I, entirely. I, I, um,
0: who hasn't hung well, on he's not a point.
1: badass. It's movies, but he he had the balls to hang... Could would you would you no. hang off of a seven forty? Absolutely not. Off? I
0: would. I would go to the, uh, make sure that my movie has like a, a safety team and stunt man <laughs> and like unions and professionalism, and that way I know the stunts are being monitored. You now, know,
1: right now he's the L.A. police ch- chief. Go ahead, turn it up if you want. He's chat. You know, he's really giving him. that's remember he dropped it off the car when he got on the chopper
0: oh my god so they're they this is new
1: he got away and we got a toolbox he's really mad now hoyt axton was an american singer songwriter guitarist and actor became prominent in the early 60s establishing himself on the west coast as a folk singer back then nobody knew folk music was gonna die folks the uh, folk stars were heroes and you know, big deal, on the radio, selling records. They just, when, I don't know, was it when Dylan went electric? I don't know. At some point, people said, forget. Twitter,
0: I think it was when Twitter came about and people were like, huh, I could hear your political views without a song.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you, uh, you don't know me.
0: You You don't, don't yeah, you be you, (laughs) you don't know me.
1: Now, he wrote Joy to the World, which, which, Three Dog Night made f- famous. Right. So we talked about it last week. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <zione> he did it all hokey. Was <inaudible> <sighs> a big friend of mine. <speaks> <speaks>
0: Christmas ruined that song because you hear Joy <laughs> to the World and you think Christmas, 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 Christmas. Merry Christmas, Christmas, Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. I think of um uh French food when I hear Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Okay, did you ever hear The <laughs> Pusher, the song The Pusher?
0: I'm a pusher, man, Do you, right? With I don't know. It's no, a I a
1: not song that he wrote. The No-No Song, Greenback Dollar, Della and the Dealer, and Never Been to Spain. Apparently these were big
0: hits for him. Right. He must have been to Spain by this point. Yeah, there's Los Angeles Airport from two yeah. weeks ago. This is the same fucking movie. Yeah, it's so lax.
1: Get it, LAX. The this same
0: joke from two so weeks lax. ago.
1: And it's the same footage, right? Right.
0: Yeah. You should just we, you know we what? just
1: why don't we stop now and I will edit in the part of last week's film and the week before, you know, and we'll rerun too. I dare you. Hb Halicki man.
0: I dare you. What a riff. No, but so okay, you know, our movies the selection are usually I like movies, and I can't think of a bad movie. If it puts it, if you could watch it from beginning to end, it's a movie. But okay. there's some films that are fucking rip-offs and i like watching movies of all stripes and i do like bad movies but rip-off movies are my favorite oh what is your you're... like uh battle galactica do you remember the original television series from yes. the 80s yeah they released the pilot and then the second episode they edited and released it as a theatrically released yes i remember star wars looking movie and it, it, the golden turkey awards like uh had a category called like worst rip-off and that won ripoff
1: that that really deserves it because a tv show is not the same as a movie they're different formulas entirely yeah,
0: you know what the, we did that for bad movie night at the dark room in san francisco years ago and we you know we li- live heckled it so i've seen it it starts off with the pilot here's the politics of uh battle right. and galactica a Star, and <clears throat> a whole world building and then an hour into this move 40 minutes into this movie, they're at the cantina and they're like, Oh, Debbie broke a nail, and like, ah Toby's gotta to <laughs> migraine. It must be because of, he has uh he has to study for finals tomorrow. Oh, but he also has to walk the dog. De- 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 <laughs> they kept cutting the commercial. It was the ripoff. What oh, Deadpool. Deadpool. This is two. new footage.
1: This is new footage. Uh, Deadpool was another
0: rip-off because the sequel uh was r-rated and on christmas day they theatrically released a pg-13 edit where they added new material where fred savage is in the bed from uh that stupid movie everyone likes uh-huh. you know the fred yeah. savage movie okay the the, the one with andre the that. giant and wallace sean and billy oh. crystal and carol kane you know that's Bride's
1: stupid. bride
0: bride heads and princess
1: bride
0: princess bride so he's an adult And Deadpool kidnapped him and put him in in a studio to recreate the Princess Bride. And he's tied up in the bed and Deadpool tells him the story of Deadpool 2, the R-rated version, but all the violence is cut out. really? So they could do a PG-13 version and they theatrically release it. I've seen it on DVD. It is- So
1: he's doing Columbo's part. He's reading
2: to the board.
0: He is Peter Falk, yes. And at the end of the movie, uh he's like okay i'm done let's get you out of bed he goes i can't my legs are numb and you could hear the crew crack up and the camera kind of moves out and you see it was a set all along they uh, were just
1: <laughs> it was that good was it fun or was well, it a
0: yeah i'm it a, a big shot? i'm a big i'm not a fan of ryan ronald reynolds but mm-hmm. and i'm not a fan that monica his girlfriend is not going to be in the third movie i find okay. that an aberration the first movie right he becomes deadpool because of monica right his love yes the second movie, he uh tries to save this kid because he lost Monica, his soul, right? Right. He wants his soul. His heart and soul of Deadpool is Monica. They've already said she's not gonna be in the third movie.
1: Okay, so why have the move okay?
0: Yeah, so what's the point? Like what where's the, the balance? Where's the like what happened to her? You know, what happened to that character? It's ridiculous. Yeah, anyway, so like,
3: um um
1: uh what's his name's dead dog you love that film the the oh
0: yeah matrix guy (laughs) listen man it was just that russian guy he just went a little too far i think (laughs) if he just took the car and drove out yeah yeah Yeah, so deadpool deadpool was released deadpool 2 theatrically released then it was released on dvd and then they had like the supersonic deluxe version super deluxe version so they added all the outtakes and there was a lot of backstory with the, the with other characters then they did a theatrically release as well of Once Upon a Deadpool. So they cranked out like three different yes, cues. Yes,
1: wheezed out.
0: Yeah, wheezed all out. The so reason that's we're another, not
1: talking about the film is we saw it before. We've seen it, it two weeks ago. Watching.
0: Check out our episode. Yeah. But Carl, I, I have to tell you, uh, let's think of more rip-off movies.
1: Okay. Um, this movie. Yeah, well, one time um, they took a Star Trek episode on... Deep Space Nine, and they used all that footage and put in as if they were going back in time. So they, was it a rip-off? They, actually, maybe it wasn't, because they they did a lot of effort and. Right. They had an, ex. okay, so what's another? Yeah. Well, the Spider-Man yeah. movie that we saw on this show, they released in France. That's and right, Germany. yes. It was Spider-Man, super- the
0: television show from then 78, was released yeah. theatrically, and it showed. That's you know, a ripoff. TV show oh i just had one too oh you know the jackass movies they tend to release a, a 0.5 version okay so, so there's like jackass forever and there's jackass 4.5 so if you have paramount streaming you can see the theatrically release jackass forever if you have netflix you could watch their dvd direct to dvd re-edit so it's like the behind I the scenes that's a ripoff yeah like it's the outtakes but it's i feel like if you compose the movie And then you, oh, I have one, Smoke and the movie called Blue in the Face. Okay, It was a, Paul Oster was a New York, it's a New York novelist. Uh, Miramax Weinstein, during the Weinstein era in the 90s, we released a movie. He worked with Wayne Wang, the director, and they they came out with a movie called Smoke. It's Harvey Keitel, and he's in a neighborhood in a borough I forget which borough. I forgot which borough, right? Right,
1: right. well, it's gotta be. Staten Island. It doesn't have to be.
0: No. It was West New York, New Jersey. It was, oh. but but they had a store and like, it was about his life. And, the, you know, the characters have walked into his cigarette and they all smoke cigars, they all smoke cigarettes and they chatted. So they improvised another movie where Beautiful. the characters uh, come into this place and just hang out for another 90 minutes and they theatrically released it. I actually saw it at the Opera Plaza in San Francisco in the screening room. So right. it was like eight seats and Madonna ad Living. I was like, "What a <laughs> fucking ripoff!"
1: <laughs> this is all new footage. Yeah. Then Carl is wants his car back. I can't I want my Carl back.
0: Yeah. Shut up, Carl! You're a piece of shit, Carl. You're watching this movie like, "Hey, man, that's just not fair." This is new material. Look
1: at all the footage, of the pictures in the background of Carl and his fiance.
0: But that's the thing, like, Toby doesn't have sex in this movie. Right? It isn't like one of those car crash movies where Hal Needham has, like, titty women in there. A titty no, that's
1: like- one thing about H.B. Halicki. He never exploited – like, he was always the cool guy because he's stealing cars, not because right. he can get girls. That's never part of the plot. Plots.
0: So it's weird to see, like, just a, a model hanging out because it wasn't like that in the other two movies.
1: Well, it's not – there's Mr. Cool. You see the right. plate? Mm-hmm. It, and it's funnier early in the film if you're watching it with the uh, sound. This is Lyle Wagner's car because Carl goes, "Mr. Cool was already taken." They're like, what, "That you don't know me? That's your plate." He goes, "Well, Mr. Cool was already taken." I thought, uh,
0: that was "Hey, I, I'm here to take Mr. Cool's car." <laughs> We've seen all this. We've seen all this. He's, he's not here, man.
1: He's not here. Oh, that's a ripoff. I went to the Wellmont Theater in, oh, Montclair, yes, in Montclair, and we are talking 20, uh, 2017, 2018, something like that. And I saw Cheech and Chong, and essentially they did all the bits you already know. Still smoking? And they weren't doing, like, their. It wasn't like, oh, the greatest hits, like a rock band playing. Their I was lazy. It was lazy. They were doing their old thing. I they the will
0: want to see that. So, uh, yeah, I bet you it was still smoking where they go to Amsterdam and then they just end with a concert.
1: <laughs> do you remember, what, that was a film that Cheech and Chong did? Was that a, considered a rip off in your opinion?
0: Well, there's no story. I mean, it's not necessarily a off because I know they're going to do material. So mm-hmm. I know that as a Cheech and Chong fan, I'm seeing it so they can – get on all fours and sniff each other's butts like that
1: right and you know? that was they did that like the dogs greeting yeah. each other. do you remember the one where the guy has the gun and then the other guy gets the gun they did that one
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: dave's not here they did yeah. didn't think that you'd be tickled oh it's all their old classics but the, i was the, watching it, going guys
0: but the tagline the tagline of that movie is that you'll be rolling in the aisles uh-huh. Were you not rolling in the aisles at the Walmart in 1983? Uh, no, I was. No, well, I was no,
1: no. with a bunch of friends, including including Tom Kroll and Jimmy Roger. Well, yeah, I guess you don't know Jimmy, but including a lot of names you'd know from right. history. So it was very appropriate. Listen to him. Listen to him. All right, never mind. We missed it.
0: We missed uh, Carl. The
1: Halicki is the insurance adjuster as he was before he's Madrian. Madrian pace it's the same thing he's investigating so now hoyt is like listen for some reason my daughter loves this loser please try to recover this car for my daughter's sake forget this guy
0: so this is a director's cut where a decade later he kind of fleshed out the story a bit
1: did he he made a new story that he tacked on top of look the is it really a director's cut? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean.
0: Oh, well, you know, MTV, uh, Real World, MTV had a theatrically released movie, MTV uh, Catcoon. Yeah. And I can't find a copy. I'm. I've checked YouTube every week. Yeah. Uh, Cancun, it was... Catcoon,
1: what? Cancun.
0: Cancun, right? like this yeah. City. Okay. Uh, and I know that it was released exclusively on video on Best Buy back in the back when it came out. So who knows the history? But that seems like what? Uh, well, I don't know. TV movie TVs have become movies. Not are they ripoffs? I mean, yeah. some animated films. Are, wait, wait.
1: Are TV shows that become a movie and they shoot a whole movie—that's okay.
0: But, right. TV they shows take, well, what about like what about a children's show like let's say the uh Rats or wild thornberries right. or even bob's burgers god bless uh and the simpsons movie from 07 don't you feel like they just basically three episodes in a row but as an audience member that's kind of what i want to see right well okay
1: i remember the simpsons movie in which they were stuck in the dome or right. whatever it really was an hour and a half its own movie it wasn't like they made three tv shows and butt-ended them
0: but don't you feel like there was three storylines going on during it? So, like, Lisa met this, this charming boy in the first third, and then, you know, uh, Bart leaves Homer for Flanders in the second uh, third. I'd have to
1: watch it again.
3: Yeah.
0: I'd like, it seems like episodes, like, beelines, story- whatever. But that's what I expect from The Simpsons. And you're right. The Globe was a theatrically released idea. Like, that's uh-huh. something you want to see as a movie.
1: Now, we saw this before. This is the guy seeing... That, you know, they have to get rid of the car because uh, somebody noticed that it was stolen. So to get rid of their implication, they're going to tow off the truck and have it, de- have the car and have it destroyed. It's the same thing we saw in, I'm even like listening to myself talk about it. And it's like, don't. It's yeah. not
0: Right. We've seen this. And so we have, you know, so he passed Here away. As... the
1: dog, the police dog. Remember, he's on top right. of the roof. And you were like what is this ridiculous you're right i mean it's overkill
0: <laughs> well they they train the dog to sniff out car thieves
1: yeah that's the thing it's a, it's a guy in a tow truck why is he suspicious at all i don't know why the cops stopped him in the first place.
0: this track. whole film was financed on cocaine like the dog should be dead by this point
1: <laughs> you shouldn't be this website does the dog die it should be does the dog get high
0: yeah, right. Like the canine movies, like Jim Belushi. Okay. Wait, I don't know if I want to take the family. Let me check. Does the dog get first? Oh, no. Always in cool. movies,
1: you see them putting the beer in the water of the dog.
0: Uh huh, right. Because Usually the with the dog food high. in it. That was this strange brew, right? With Hoser, their dog. They had a pour. Yes. Uh, and then, where's Train my beer? Was, um, I wish it was on
1: YouTube.
0: Mel, Mel Blanc is the, fa- the voice of the father. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I mean, where's my. The boys brought beer. You know, they got jobs. <laughs> Watch this and crap. Oh, Close the God. door. When he they catch him having sex, he walks into his parents having sex, and it's it's Bob and Doug dressed up as the parents having oh, sex. Oh, I doubles.
1: forgot that scene.
0: And they have Mel Blank's voice. Close the door. <laughs>
1: Um, so, when viewed after director HB Halicki's second movie, *The Junkman*, this film becomes an interesting piece of metafiction, just like you oh, said.
0: hey, I'm all for it. You know, I've never met a fiction I didn't like. <laughs> Most, I did that
1: joke on stage. I, I don't. It's not in my act currently, but I like Metamucil. Like, I'm, now I'm <laughs> at my age. I'm looking back. I never met a mucil I didn't like. That's good. A lot of people say it's gritty. I don't know. It's all right.
0: I thought you were going, like, Metamucil, like, oh, yeah, I have some postmodern medicine and some Metamucil.
1: <laughs> Most of the movie is a shortened version of Halicki's first film, Gone in 60 Seconds, 1974, with a new lengthy opening sequence, really was, and various other new scenes, which create a new subplot surrounding Hoyt Axton as the LAPD auto theft division
0: lead. Right, because Hoyt's introduced in the second movie. He was nowhere in the universe of the first movie
1: right he was not and now he's getting
0: merged. he's merging them
1: once again it's hb haliki's brother who's working that crane of course we're going back to 74 here it feel i feel ripped off watching this film because i'm watching right now i know i got my new footage in the beginning but hb man toby toby dude you could have made a whole film you know it's within your wheelhouse you know it's within your power. Right. well
0: you we we, we love the guy we love these movies we have absolute respect that it is a shame he passed away he was shooting a sequel to gone with 60 seconds so right. i don't understand in this universe that he's created where it would place. so in the sequel it would have hoyt it would have the brother it would have everyone from the first two movies and this movie you know, it would be. Well, you know,
1: I guess I would suggest we see it, but the thing is, it's it's like only thirty minutes. It's
0: forty minutes. Well, maybe yeah. when You know, Carl, we should register for the uh, Muni Radio Comedy Festival. Maybe fly three thousand miles. Yeah, you know, Francis, when is it? Uh, I Pam has the uh, as of this recording, it is uh, the uh, enrollments are available and details are available at MuniRadio.fm. Hey, FM? are
1: Don't you? Know.com.
0: Are you a comedian from St. Louis? Come on down.
1: I remember when we did there, go there, there were comedians from Colorado. Yeah, across from, the
0: country. It was really yeah. cool. And we had them all like on our one show. woman
1: who was a homeless comedian.
0: Yeah, and I'm and friends with her on Facebook now.
1: She, she was like, I can be homeless here. I can be homeless there. Just don't have a home. <laughs> I was like, all right.
0: I think she does a lot of road gigs, too.
1: Yeah, she must, because uh, she has the ability to. She's free, and she was funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. So if she's doing it again, something like that, we could just do 40 minutes within the hour recording.
1: Now, I want to say that in in Gone in 60 Seconds 2, when he died, he did not die in a stunt driving a car or something like that. He did die by just a freak accident of the set.
0: You, you said know? it was a water tower that fell well, out.
1: No, Good good call, but no. There was a water tower that was going to topple over in the scene. And the way they were going to get it to topple over wasn't by the crash, but they were going to pull cables, okay? One of those tight cables snapped. It swung down and hit a light pole, like basically chopped it, and that light pole, or t- a telephone pole, and that's what fell on HB.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So he didn't die in a stunt. Right, he wasn't jumping over the cars at the end of Gone in sixty seconds, hurting himself. It was just a freak. Right, we've seen this all before.
0: I know this, and this is, and this is actually tiger in that
1: tank. Remember? Yeah, I don't know if you remember.
0: I know this is seventy four, not eighty five.
1: Okay, he gets in to seal the car, and surprise, there's a tiger cub in there.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. I remember this. Huh? Duh. Ah.
1: They they put in the roar sounds. Oh, see, you know to answer thing... my question
0: from two weeks ago, the window was cracked open at least. Oh, no, it God. wasn't. No, he he cracked. He broke into it. That's how. I'm sure that tiger was very safe, Mike. Right.
1: They didn't abandon an animal. This, like I don't know. It's 1974.
0: It. Like you go to a beer place, you park your car, and you you roll the windows up, and your tiger like will suffocate. Yeah. Listen, put a tiger in your tank. Not in the back seat. Yeah, right.
1: Not in your back seat. Okay. There's an interview with Halicki, and he says that he was not excited by the first three minutes of the original film. Do you remember it was the train crash investigation?
0: Yeah, there was a real
1: life train crash, and Halicki heard about it, and he goes, "Great, get the crew. We're going to put this in the film." And then ten
0: years later, it's like that's the worst part of my movie. Why would I go with my impulse? You know what I should do? I should redo the movie. What a great impulsive idea.
1: That there. We're seeing where the uh the, the Eleanor lives just like we did oh new footage new footage yeah. what did you guys find out go ahead listen listen
0: he's wearing a boss hog for president t-shirt a South American heavyweight who deals cars and
1: the guy on the left was in junk
0: he's merging his un- cinematic universes.
1: Now, this is gone in 60 seconds, and the guy was going to let him test drive. So he gets out to switch seats with him, and then our hero just drives away. Rip <laughs> off car.
0: Oh, have you seen the Michael Jackson footage? Do you remember he passed away, and he was going to go on a worldwide tour, and one of the oh. things they did, and I think it was in Las Vegas. So they re- filmed his rehearsal, and when he died, they released that as a movie. I've seen it.
1: Uh, is that a rip-off?
0: They well, filmed rehearsal. They think, were soaking. It's a cash grab.
1: It's all we got of them.
0: Yeah. It wasn't intended to be theatrically released. It was, you know, it, it was an expensive production that they recorded. It's
1: not a movie,
0: but it is a
1: album. This happened to Hendrix over and over and over. People would release a record of, that was Hendrix, and it was just a recording of this rehearsal or whatever, another take or whatever. Right. So the Michael Jackson stuff, did it look like he was in rehearsal, or did it
0: look yeah, like Yeah, no, it? it was. It was for a show. So they it was a lot of fil- – not filler. I mean, it depends on your view of history. But the, the dancers auditioning, and they would talk to the camera. I'm really excited to be oh, with Mr. Jackson. his life childhood dream. And then they show him amazing, on this Vegas uh, stage, and he's, like, walking through the, his songs, and he's performing them and you know then they have like working with the people and the people type and then people like oh, i love michael jackson oh how sad you know like uh did you think
1: that they were soaking footage that they could have never used and just cranking out a movie
0: it's so mixed because you know the history of michael jackson he was so in the hole and he was gonna have they wanted him to perform so much like the this whole, is right before like, he money died wise, he was money wise yeah you know uh, remember he's just burning money and everything and all this stuff so he needed to go back in the public light he needed to work oh we found heroin yeah right let me check
1: i don't even feel like telling you so you remember the bad guy is like let's sell this heroin and right yeah the
0: bad guy the adversary and uh, is like no drugs the only type of topless women are the ones you find in a garage no sex no drugs
1: now the same thing like I had to say to you and gone in sixty seconds. Like, do you think HB Halicki's being really smart? If this is heroin, we return it to the mob or whoever. We just put the car back where you found it. But then instead, HB Halicki burns the car, and it doesn't make any sense. We Why never we really wouldn't...
0: this, and they don't shoot him at the end, like in Ozark.
1: <laughs> yeah, like in Ozarks.
0: Right. So they spilled the heroin on the floor. So they're going to move the car over it. Well, they're actually going to have the cop himself do it. It was pretty clever right, when we right. saw the I film. Re- yeah. Yeah, so the Michael Jackson, it was like, he was going to do the show and they were going to overwork him. It was not pos- possible. So for me to see the footage, yes, it's archived. I mean, it's the closest I'm going to ever get to see what this train wreck what this was supposed to be so you know i I watched it uh but i didn't watch it as a movie i didn't watch it as a performance i watched it because it existed
1: yeah okay so it's a mixed bag of if it's newer okay so the cop missed the heroin he's sitting he's the one going
0: ah there's a
1: thief there's a car thief ring around here keep your nose Okay, Madrian right. Pace, keep your eyes out. Let you me can, know. You can't,
0: you can't miss them. They're shady characters. All right, all right, all right we got you. Yeah, they have horrible taste in clothing. Okay, all right, man. Palicki sought to improve upon the original
1: Gone in sixty Seconds, nineteen seventy four, by re releasing it with these new scenes, which are far more extravagant and costly than it was than was originally shot. Without the different title, it could almost be a director's cut of the original movie. I kind of don't agree that it could be a director's cut. I mean, it's no, supposed he, he, to be its own film.
0: I'll, I respect it for that because he did. He took. He said, oh, you know what? I'm going to course correct. I'm going to recon this. I'm going to say that the people in the second movie were in the first movie the whole time. And this is how it's going to look. This
1: guy was so cool. He was such a badass. It was absolutely in his power to make a new film. And we see that from the entire opening. I really think he was being lazy here and just cranking out okay let's look at what movies he did make because maybe this was the only lazy one
0: well i mean he's independently financing these movies you know maybe he couldn't afford a full length movie and he he knew that he had enough original movie movie footage he can get this in the theaters and make back his money
1: i guess you're right it's just that he he certainly had a lot of movie from the first film and he spent it on a property and amassing a collection of interesting things. Maybe you're right. Maybe he ran down of a... okay. Love me, Deadly Racer in 72. He was an actor and associate producer, but then <clears throat> 74 gone in 60 seconds. 82 is the junk man. Right. So he went through his money, maybe, and said, I gotta make a new film because that was um uh eight years later. It took him two years to make the film then he had a documentary also in 82 called the making of the junk man that sounds pretty cheap right just did a 83 was deadline auto thief only one year later so he obviously he must have
0: had extra footage or he wanted to he had an envision because the second movie is about it. the director of the 60 seconds so he probably was like you know what i have all these ideas i gotta
1: Now, in 88, he did something called Deadly Addiction, in which he was simply the actor. I don't know about that film. Really? Yeah. But in 89, we had our Gone in 60 Seconds, too. He was going to make a whole new film, and that's when he passed.
0: uh, Which was, yeah, I'm curious. Like, he must have worked within Hollywood as a stuntman, right? Or as a coordinator or something like that. No? No.
1: He does have the uh, title of stuntman in his credits of producer director actor but it's his own films
0: so we're, hey look that red car on the wall that was in the opening credits of the junk man he's pointing at i don't right there by
1: oh that uh, car it was in the credits in the opening yeah
0: it's funny like you know they have a good sense of humor like these like car garages where they have all this knickknacks on the wall right the peace Mm -hmm. signs and shit like that and then the joke man his own toy house is fucking wicked you know it has even more shit on the walls yep there's the john wick uh five million dollars for john wick hello i have tattoos and i'm using old-timey telephone contract (laughs) he has been ex-purpose baby ex what? they took like old-fashioned x ex. I forgot excommunicated or some shit like that uh-huh he's out of the russian mob what is the been- word when you take a church and you excommunicated, ex-communicated. Okay. no no you get it's not get holy anymore church. like there's a church that's holy and then the holiness is removed they did that with the hotel remember you couldn't kill people in the continental and then in the second movie they're like fuck that shit that's been removed and they start no in the third movie and they start I beating each other up
1: term X. Ex-
0: uh i don't know certified i learned a lot of words in john wick i learned what parlay means you didn't know parlay
1: parlay. well
0: i didn't know that you walk into a, a rooftop and go parlay like i i saw it in context we should have a parlay let's have a parlay here comes john wick in the rooftop parlay in
1: medieval france there would be a war and you would do a parlay which meant the, the leader of the opposite army was allowed to come in and negotiate in your territory, and you promise you weren't going to kill him. That's it, just
0: one view of French history. What is Adam Driver's story? <laughs> <to think of? laughs>
1: and then there was parlay in uh, evoked in the uh, Johnny Depp films, The Pirates of the Caribbean. It was used in that. Oh, really? Yeah, that's where it came from. Okay, now. In Gone in 60 Seconds, you had to go to the bathroom or something. You left. And I watched this with the audience, and I complained that it's the worst. We're going to see Haliki walking these cars, and then, um, I forgot her name. It's so, it's some, ins- well, the woman is it cut with her in the office just thinking. It goes back and forth and back and forth. What's her name? Pumpkin was her name. So here we see Haliki walking cars. Then we see Pumpkin in the office looking at pictures. Just so stupid. How much time is wasted on what we're seeing right now? And it doesn't make sense because HB Haliki was all about showing you action on the screen.
0: Right. Well, he's showing his toys. I mean, he's he's about. No,
1: this is. He's got to go to the cars he stole and take out the Eleanor and return it because it was uninsured. If and then- you the co- l- was,
0: If you haven't listened good. to the episode, Eleanor is this like holy grail of cars. Well, that, it's this- the
1: code name for the 1973 Mustang, Ford Mustang, because it was never going to be another Mustang made. So it was the popular, most popular car of the day. And that's why it was the one to steal.
0: He's thinking, sitting,
1: he's thinking, thinking. He's walking. He is walking, he is walking. Ah, interesting, an open hood. He's walking, she's thinking, he is thinking, he yeah, is walking. This is, this
0: is not a good director's choice, I guess. Yeah. Look at the cameras moving both ways. Yeah. Someone's walking, camera moves, someone's sitting in place, camera's moving.
1: Now he's in the Eleanor, he's got a return and now we're gonna stop seeing this stupid sequence and we're gonna get our 40-minute chase.
0: Right, the famous 40-minute chase.
1: Right, and why are we watching it again? It's already famous.
0: Maybe she's like Kingpin or something, like, like she's just thinking about the family and the histories of crime, I can't believe, no, I don't that's know. that's
1: Pumpkin, that's the love interest of uh, of Helsinki. Yeah, uh, which is Madrian Pace, not adrian not adrian it's madrian why that's majoring so she is not she's a worker bee she calls up to make sure the cars are insured
0: well you know i actually said in the last two weeks that we've seen this and i know that i walked out for a cigarette uh i have the i have the script and according to she's thinking like oh i hope he's okay and (laughs) then she's like did i let the dog a cat out i let the cat out i don't
1: Oh. Did I leave the yeah? Did I leave the stove on?
0: Yeah, I leave the stove on. Hey, did uh Is there really all the days of the weekends with why? It's so crazy. It's not true in Spanish. <laughs> all though.
1: days. That makes sense. Okay, so Eleanor's oh. returned, and they're going to go steal the new one from the uh the apartment building where they saw it originally. And meanwhile, the bad guy has tipped off the cop who's looking for the ring. Right. He goes, if you want to find this ring, then put a stake out on the such and such apartments. And that's gonna lead us to our 40 minute chase.
0: 40, so we are this is like the pre this is the prologue of the chase. Yeah. This is setting it up.
1: Pre pre
0: pre Wow, look at that. He got a camera up on a telephone pole.
1: Is it prologue and epilogue? Is that how that goes before yeah. and after? Okay. This is the prologue.
0: The prologue says, listen, this is gonna be really good. I'm so pro for this. And then the epilogue is like um ten years later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the there was a, a writer who only did logs. He would log his uh epilepsy. He would log down what he was very good at it. He was his a epilogue. pro prologue.
0: Yeah, he was a pro at it.
1: Yeah, and he would do his, it was an epilogue of his epilepsy. Okay, I don't know why we're watching this film anymore from this point on. It's just going to be what we saw before. So,
0: If you you don't think these jokes are funny, it's because Carl and I are amateur logs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a prologue.
0: Yeah, this is it. Oh, look, it's the John Wick. Uh, Five million bounty for John Wick sending out.
1: Why was she punching a punch clock? Because he was, she was
0: placing the order for the assassinate John Wick. At I guess it's
1: two computers and it was a time stamp for the paperwork, I guess. Seriously.
0: Yeah. Yeah, probably. That's how we keep bureaucracy going. Oh, here we go. We said it last week. Sabotage. We need it.
1: I can't stand it. I know you're I, it I'm going to sit straight. This water drink
0: yeah i just saw a movie commercial with that song used for some kids movie
1: it was a great uh video right great video. yeah yeah these cops it was really good
0: they did a like sophia coppola had a show on comedy central and uh-huh. one of the things she did was she interviewed them in character
1: as the cops yeah they're That's like really a, interesting.
0: it's it's interesting Now
1: the car alarm's going off, so he's going to deactivate it, and that's a tip-off to the cops. And I was like, oh, if you hear a car alarm, it might mean it's being stolen, oh. Oh, that's what a car alarm is? The International Towers. Yeah. Ripping off somebody.
0: I need to live in a building that has a stupid title on it.
1: Look how he's got high heels and bell bottoms. It is the day.
0: Right, and then it cuts to this 85 where they're all like, right because this
1: film came out in 82 and bell bottoms were seriously way done way over in 82 and you certainly didn't wear high heels as a well maybe that's not true i better not start talking ass here
0: carl do you consider a sequel that just repeats the uh the first movie a ripoff
1: yes like, yeah like a flashback or something
0: well, no, it'll be like uh, Blues Brothers two thousand. They have to get the band back together again, right. and, and then at the end perform for the devil or whatever. But uh...
1: um, okay, Blues Brother two thousand wasn't a rip off because they really did make their own film. But it was lame because they were trying to recreate. It couldn't be done. It couldn't be yeah. done. They had a they had a hit and i saw
0: it in the theater where, where the james brown performance it was it was a great moment in being in the theater because yes. everyone was lit to it it was all uh, you know it was a good show but yeah uh like not ghostbusters but some films like i don't know there's a nostalgia value if you're doing a sequel to a 30 year old movie you want to acknowledge the cultural references but on the other hand i guess there is like the new good. jurassic
1: park with the original cast yeah back
0: I guess that's not a ripoff because they're expanding, continuing the story.
1: Yeah, so my son, when he was little, really loved Jurassic Park. He did. And then he liked the second one, which was uh, To Live and Die as a Dinosaur in L.A.
0: That's right. Yeah, it was shot in Canada, ironically. And then
1: he liked the third one just because the... The
0: Los Angeles world. I remember that.
1: L.A. world. Now, the third one was um, with uh, Julianne Moore and Vince... In Spawn is that? Right.
0: His? And that was called Jurassic Park Three. They were just and, like fuck it. That's in Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders, uh uh Jeffrey Tambor's character, the sidekick. Uh Marty. goes up to Vince Vaughn playing himself and he's like, Who are you? And he goes, I was in Jurassic Park.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's his that's his claim to fame, not uh
0: um,
1: Cell Block ninety nine or whatever it was. Oh,
0: I saw that movie. Fucking sick film.
1: It really was so what I'm saying is I was saying to my kid, look, they're making new Jurassic Park. And he was like, cool. You know, now he's like, you know, he was uh, 19 or something. And he was like, you know what, Dad? This is not – it's a ripoff. It's not the same. I mean, they're just hawking the name Jurassic Park. And you do see the dinosaurs and everything. right? But it's not what it was in the original in which there was nothing. And then this guy created something. You know, it was like they're just hawking more – not done by spielberg it's just they're cranking him out now
0: part of the reason why the the original was so popular is that the book was insanely popular so you know you know it wasn't michael crichton so my kid was really little like eight
1: or nine and he used to read to me when he good to go to bed like it used to be i would read them the story and then i taught him how to read i really did and then they would read to me so he got to this part about an alligator impregnating uh One of the eggs, and it it talks about how he puts his penis in. And my kid is coming up to read this part, and I don't know that's coming, and he doesn't know anything, so he goes inserted the penis (laughs) (laughs)
3: into talking.
1: (laughs) It didn't even become a. He didn't say what's a penis, Dad. Never even came up.
0: Did I stick my penis into a crocodile?
1: Son, Adams. I won't discourage you from any of your urges, but a crocodile might not be so safe. Whack!
0: Yeah, that's right. Well, she was from the first movie.
1: This whole thing, all we're going to watch all the way to the end now is just a repeat of Gone in 60 Seconds. Every now and again, Hoyt will stick his nose in as the LAPD's chief and say, Get him!
0: Well, He's going can... that way! We watched these movies on... We watch these movies on YouTube, right? Yeah, they insert it. No, don't go to the bicentennial stage. Head okay, over there by the L stage.
1: Chase is over. He got him.
0: No, it's forty-five minutes. You said we're not chase even. Is, we haven't discussed caught. Her. I guess it's over. All right, we did this two weeks ago. It's done. Nothing. He has to quit. But then
1: the bystander says, "Oh shit, he's going to drive right over me." Oh, oh, I'm getting out of the way.
0: Yeah, as slowly as possible.
1: Escape! Quick, shoot his headlight!
0: There's a lot of bystanders in this movie. Yeah, Um, we talked about
1: it in the first film. This was when he was not known at all. He might have had permits or whatever and the support of the cops, but he just let regular people walk the streets. (laughs) See that baby? Yeah. Yeah, if he would go on to be an actor, he would be like, yeah, I was in Gone in 60 Seconds.
0: My credits include.
1: Right. Wow, you've been doing this a long time. Yeah.
0: Sir, uh, excuse me, this is a red carpet for Gone in 60 Seconds for Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie. It's cool. It's cool. I'm cool. I'm legacy. I was in the original.
1: Look at that shot. Both. Queen Mary. Now, this is, this is again, Junkman
0: footage. So this is Queen Mary too in the 80s, right? No, uh,
1: I think you're right. I think it's Queen Mary
0: 2. Oh, there it is. There's a the guy from Junkman. Oh, right. Yeah, this is Junkman it, footage he's adding. It's his yeah. car
1: that gets stolen. He was the DJ. He was driving. They stole his car.
0: We saw The Wild World of Jane Mansfield. Great and film. The, great film. But, you know, they had actresses portraying her. So that's a bit of a ripoff. They did? Well, wasn't it like
1: oh, oh after, i
0: just want to yeah, be a they, movie like, star
1: um, yeah you're right about that after she died they did fill in footage with a lookalike from behind and stuff like that i remember that
0: faces of death how's that for a rip-off movie
1: i don't know is that a rip-off it was that was the horrible
0: the snuff movie but i think yeah. the snuff movie, they would show like a chicken being beheaded but then they would fake some other stuff and that's oh, kind of based we uh, the show did mondo carne in his first year and we had to stop it, you know, because it, it's this like exploitation, the shock of the world. It's a dog's world, Mondo Carne. And one of the things, Carne means
1: meat in Spanish, and it was
0: world. I think it's Italian, like a dog world. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, Carne
1: and, means dog.
0: Yeah. But a lot of movies, exploitation films, were inspired. So you saw a lot of Mondo movies. There was one about New York performance art from the 80s called Mondo New York. I recommend uh-huh. it. It's very, you know and uh did I see it if you have the opportunity yeah it's it's funny it's really dated it's good yeah yeah, yes
1: because I have a DVD so don't mislead me here should I rent that film
0: yeah but I bet you Netflix Netflix is only going to have the VHS copy of it but you should definitely
1: I'm hearing from your vibe don't waste your time with Mondo New York
0: listen if Mondo New York is on IFC or I don't even know how it's on I'm gonna have to check if it's on it's good i like it it's funny okay, they have a they scene see yes or no yes yes Mondo well how about this Anne maggotson is know. in central park and there's a dead horse lying on the ground and she has a whip and her portion of the movie is she's flogging the You're dead beating horse
1: a dead horse oh
0: my god so if you think wow i can't wait to see more of that then yes i recommend it
1: <laughs> okay
0: you know, one good thing like,
1: about putting stuff in my DVD queue, like now, because like three months from now I'll get it and I'll be like, "What the hell is this?"
0: The Land of New York, what the right? fuck?
1: And I will force myself to watch films that I would say, eh, I'll skip it," because it just didn't mail and it's the next one. Well, so. it's a
0: pile. It's a physical pile. I have the same thing. Yeah. The worst is that I'll go through like a streaming service and go, well, yeah, I always wanted to see that. Oh, interesting. And well, then like weeks later. I
1: saw um, Cell Block 99 or whatever. You told me about the film. I said, should I see it? You said, yeah. So then it came and like, I don't know if I like the film. I liked how he was like a super badass. Right. He learned that the only way to get out of this was to get himself transferred to the other prison. So he did it. I don't know. When he got shot in the end, it was really cheap because it looked like a doll. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: but you knew that he knew he was going to die, and he had yes. the whole thing was that he was going to die at the end. He knew it, so it. It kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, he, you He's know that
1: director, his uh, kid, and
0: wife. yeah, he saved his wife, with his
1: unborn kid.
0: Vince Vaughn returned and worked with that same director for a movie called Dragging on Concrete or Dragging Knuckles on Concrete. Uh Him and Mel Gibson play crooked cops and they tried to pin bullshit on this guy and this guy kind of upends it. Like he kind of turns and takes down these crooked cops. And if you thought like Cell Block 99 was amusing, (laughs) uh, you know, it was a walk in the park. dragging levels
1: on concrete is that what it's called
0: like dragging on concrete or something stupid like that i'll look it up it's another intense movie yeah the directors you know it's he has a voice i guess
1: now look it's 1974 and you're seeing that kind of computer in 1982 you know computers had a totally different look so if you're watching this film in 82 80 wait 83 right was uh was deadline auto thief if you're watching this film in 83, don't you feel like you know you're, you know, you see people in bell bottoms, you see, yeah, walk, well, you
0: see spark. car takes, you see Los Angeles. It looks different. It's it absolutely looks old. different.
1: This chopper's taken off was new, by the way. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Was I'm just amazed how he 67? gets these shots.
0: Where, I mean, where's he, where he places the camera, you know what I mean? Like, and then pastes it together. It's impressive. No, you're right. H.B. Halicki, right now, we're watching him as a
1: non-famous person, a not, not an actor, not a stuntman, financing with his own money. Remember the toy play? Uh, the yes, toy I remember.
0: Oh, yeah, the, the BMX bikes.
1: He's showing BMX bikes just for production value because they were there. It's impressive what he does. Yeah. Yeah. And he came from New York, like Slotesburg, you know what I mean? He came from Dunkirk, New York, all the way out to LA and become became huge with a junkyard and an auto repair shop. He got the contracts with all the local cops. He did he had all the tow truck work. If you needed a tow truck, you were dialing his number. Right. He became a big, big deal and he was a badass. Now, probably in person, he was a very conceited person. He probably did cocaine. I'm sure there's negatives about him. But sitting back from my seat far away, this motherfucker is a badass. Look what he's, he's doing badass. right now. He doesn't have a stunt man in there. It's no. him. He's having fun.
0: I know that. I mean he edited this movie, so he he was able to I mean. Well, there was an
1: stuff. editor, but he was over his shoulder the whole way. And right. we even saw that in the junk man.
0: So we these saw these. Guys? Yeah. So they're just getting high and drinking. And eventually, like 17 minutes later, uh, a shopping cart will show up in front of them and they'll be like, look out. And <laughs> then in the second movie, there's other three kids in a car getting high or whatever, and Mexican. they get hit. Yeah. Mexican, right? Mexican rose, the car says painted. Right. It right.
1: He's just doing it. He was just doing stereotypes to make the audience laugh.
0: Right. Driving.
1: Right. But But it's like, okay. In our woke times, that would be fucked up, but it wasn't our woke times, was it? And people at the theater did get a chuckle out of that. You know what I mean? Like he knew right. what he was doing.
0: But I feel like you know, there's not really people in this movie. There's no real moment where people are just hanging out. So you know, there
1: I'll, is I'll so take yes, yeah, no, I'll take it. Like right here, she goes, "Oh, it's finally over," and the
0: oh yeah, They're it's been forty-five flirting. minutes.
1: So the movie is out over because the chase is over. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maybe the chase isn't over.
0: <laughs> and you, had, we had watched it and you had shown me that at the end of the, end, end of the 45 minutes, he he sees a brand new version of the car and he just, right, just gets out of the track. It. Yeah.
1: And it's he only po- 40 minutes. Don't oversell it.
0: Oh, is that 45? That would be crazy.
1: That would be great. That's too much.
0: And then the junk man last week had like a 30 minute chase. Is he going to add that chase to this movie too, or no?
1: No, no. That was in the middle of the film and people were trying to kill the director. So it doesn't fit.
0: You mentioned the scene where he, he got himself a limp, uh, where he injured himself. We watched in the beginning. So yeah, like he used the footage, he slowed it down. He did every kind of effect he could pick up. And then he brought up, he showed that scene again in the second movie, or at least in the trailer of the second movie he had that scene.
1: It was in it. It was in it. It was
0: in it. And now he's, now he's just showing whole cloth. And it, once again, the scene of his accident.
1: And we'll see that scene again. And it'll be in slow motion and all the angles, the yeah. whole thing.
0: It's like special effects in a 70s porn movie. Let's let's freeze frame and like <laughs> have it go. Woo.
1: So there was a real accident in this seg sequence in which a cop car did not, it unintentionally rolls over. We might have, it might have already passed, but I think it's coming up. This is all intentional.
0: Yeah. Bam! Bam. Oh, oh my eyeball. My
1: bloody head. He's, he got away. wee
0: Yeah, but the bad news is there's nothing but uh, religious shows on the radio. <laughs> now he, uh, the
1: cops who have been with them from the start of the chase they started it they're back on it the turn it on she goes are you still in pursuit
0: I think We
1: missed it. she goes are you still in pursuit he goes well what do you think we went and got coffee yes we're still in pursuit
0: is it just the original movie until the end? Or well, no, they got they got to tie in. They got to tie in the well, new well, stuff.
1: Well, yes, it'll get tied in. You remember at the car wash, they arrested the owner of the car wash mistake. Yeah, so Hoyt will show up going,
0: that's not our guy. Our guy walked up. Yeah, right. Well, according to this movie. So strange. Okay, so yeah, let's talk Quentin Tarantino for a quick second. He said oh. in the 90s, when uh, From Dust to Dawn came out that he likes to make two types of movie. One about like reservoir dog uh, criminals and one about the movies that those criminals would like to see. So there's a reality world and a fantasy world. Right. And actually in uh, the movie we saw, uh, Death Proof, he has characters that the sheriff that shows up with his family gets killed in From Dust to Dawn. So that character was in. So in a way I feel like Death Proof is a kind of a fake
1: that movie. film made all sorts of inside jokes and callback references. It was Quentin Tarantino's own jukebox. Right. Was, I mean, it was... It, you were in a Quentin Tarantino world. It's like in um, Being John Malkovich, when John Malkovich goes into his own head. Yes. That's what it was, watching the That's really this was That's a really good point. That's a
0: really good point.
1: DJ Jungle Jenny or whatever it was. Julia. Like, yeah, it, it, he just...
0: Right, he, off he had, his
1: own world. Look right, at that. he had a. That's real. you see how he hit the, the? Yeah, that was real. He really got hurt. He was passed out, knocked out, and when he woke up, he goes, "Did we get coverage?" That's what a badass this guy was. Did you get the shot?
0: So crazy. Yep. Oh, and then later he he just said, "Okay, let's shoot."
1: Yeah, he recovered and then they, he just, yeah, they just kept going.
0: I remember watching the behind the scenes for Reindeer Games, this old Ben Affleck movie. And there's a scene where Ben Affleck falls through, breaks through an ice and he falls in the water and he gets out of the ice and he fights. And behind the scenes, they had a hot tub next to the ice to immediately get the actor into the hot tub or he would die. There's no way you can, in real life, get out and fucking run and, and get, uh-huh, you know continue. Uh-huh. You would have to go into a hot tub and make sure that you're physically okay for wow, the rest you know, of the day. that
1: even seems like it would be a, a you know, have the extreme of one and then the extreme of the other. That seems like unhealthy, like dangerous. Maybe,
0: yeah, it might be. But I, I do know that they had to get him heated immediately after that. Watch, so,
1: you see the cables where they pull over the garbage. Yeah. Like, $200 at auction.
0: Right, the garbage truck says like HB on it. Yeah. <laughs> Blight. Why would you name your kid Blight? <clears throat> what? His middle name is Blight. B L I G H T.
1: I don't know. His father, you know, what? Nineteen nineteen. Right. That's when they started the shop. I mean, it was an old school, different time.
0: Do you think Those he, are he inherited? Real
1: onlookers? lookers. A burning garbage truck, and people are just. <laughs> Staring at it on the side of the, you know, going through their day. These are all yeah, real cops.
0: Real people.
1: Uh, No, okay. The the people getting out of the cars, helping people in the cars, those are all not real people. But the people on the sidewalk are yeah. real. And they really think there's been an accident.
0: Well, they must see the cameras too. <clears throat>
1: Well, yes, but there's all these stories about people getting mad at the cops saying, help, help this huh. person, they're injured.
0: This is basically the second movie, too, oh. right?
1: What? This is well, the first film again.
0: Yeah, all right.
1: This huh. is all gone in 60 seconds.
0: I knew this movie was a flaming trash pile, but they didn't have to actually show uh-huh. it.
1: This is new. This is new right he's on the such and such freeway good work that's really the guy from gone in 60 seconds the original cop but he's older now
0: oh it's so crazy you know so that's proof i felt like whoa this whole theory of having a real life and fantasy movies it collo- it colluded like it you're absolutely right it's his own universe it's its own right. absolutely but this movie does that too because the second movie is about the director who made Gone with 60 Seconds. Yes, and he meets with Hoyt and, and everybody. And now this movie is like saying Gone with okay, 60 walk, Seconds actually uh, happened. Yeah, wait, here comes wait, the shopping on. cart.
1: Whoa, that just Whoa, happened. Right. Yeah, so go ahead. So T- Tarantino, you're in his own world. And- right, but uh, so
0: but, so the first movie was real life. The second movie says no, it was a movie, and the here's the adventures, real life adventures of the director of that movie. And here's the cops that help the deal with him. And right. this movie says the cops and the events of the first movie are real life. Right. So what happened to the director who made this real life? Story? I don't.
1: Harlan. Harlan was the director and he just. But he's not in to... this movie. Yeah. They call this a trilogy and they should. This is the real mayor, by the way. Of, yeah. Uh, of, uh,
0: Carson. Carson. City of Carson.
1: It's it's yeah. It's not Carson City. I don't think. No, think no it's not. Only... It's Carson.
0: Yeah. Carson City in the Bay Area. And Carson
1: was um, established, like, in 1948. It was really late. You know how L.A. is all desert. Not anymore, but talk about urban sprawl. And there was no water. There was no water to make this urban sprawl. They just had the money, so they did it. Urban Blight. Zoom. These are not just onlookers in real life. They are actors.
0: Well, these people in their seats. The shirtless guy.
1: Yeah, they're they're just they, well, they're not actors, but they knew that they Tell were. Toby,
0: my character wouldn't be wearing a shirt at the uh conference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look how short his tie is, dude. Put your See, fucking shirt on. on. Original.
0: On. Sorry, girl. If I saw an audience member with his shirt off, I get so fucking pissed.
1: <laughs> what? What? At comedy?
0: I never dude, had. Put that. your fucking shirt on. <laughs> I never I, had that. I never had that. Even outdoor shows. This is first movie. I remember this.
1: You know, it is. It's. It's. Remember the 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 car chase originated at the radio station. The guy didn't know it was his car though, and uh, they've been covering it. And the roving reporter and the right. chopper, the traffic chopper, Fox. right. Uh, it's all country all the time, or something like that.
0: Now we talked a couple weeks ago about how you can understand why radio stations begin with the letter K. Are you over that?
1: Well, no, I understand. It's just so weird. Like, if your radio's favorite radio station starts with a K, you're a weirdo. The Why don't you just
0: put some best mayonnaise couple? on it? You mean Hellman's? What's going on?
1: <laughs> I didn't get that joke, but that's okay.
0: Well, you and know, half of the, the the of the West Coast. For- Hellman's is called Hellman's in the East Coast. It's called, like, best mayonnaise in the West Coast. Oh. It's like Hardee's and Carl's Jr. are the yes. same thing, but depends oh. on the
1: Why would they have different names? I don't know. Legal reasons or something.
0: I think they're still bitter about the war against the states.
1: Okay. I just want to apologize. Those are real people. You see how they're gawking? Yeah. Holy shit. You're not going to believe what happened today, sweetheart. I was at work. I was going to get my Carl's Jr. Hardys. Where are you going? (laughs) I got to plug in my my phone. uh...
3: Don't do this to me again.
1: Okay, now in this—not this scene, but this guy who's talking. I'm not sure who it is, but somebody almost gets killed, and we'll see that when there's a car collision. And I'm—I apologize, audience. You already saw this uh, two episodes ago, and
0: I got I, notified I that uh, the battery was we're low.
1: We're gonna watch. This guy almost gets killed. Hold on, Mike. When the car impacts, you can see him. He he look, see, he scrambles away. Yeah, he scrambles away. He really almost did get killed.
0: He was named Employee of the Month at Mazda for that. They put his picture on the wall. <laughs> Frame picture.
1: So, uh, once again, I'm apologizing to the audience because we thought we were watching mm-hmm. a trilogy. We've
0: already talked about this. Thing.
1: We thought we were watching the third uh you know episode in the trilogy and we really thought that when the film started because it was all new footage then i started going what the hell you know before i do the research i watch the film first that way my first v- viewing of the film is as an audience member with no information because right. then when you learn stuff you go oh, and it all ties together
0: but it doesn't have i mean he shows this whole scene this whole 45 minute chase we are watching gone in 60 yeah. seconds right now yes we are
1: Th- that's bro brogan cattle Cadill- I, mean, I maybe i'm saying it wrong that's the dealership where they had the oil slick and he had a bunch of his own cadillacs up front it slid in and wrecked up the this turn the turn the sound up
3: okay
1: that- that's the I love that she falls apart I can't Keep it up. <laughs> we should win the Oscar, man. That was acting. That was great. That was great.
0: So much drama.
1: Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah. Someone called the Ghostbusters and they were on the phone.
1: What? We already called the cops. Who are we going to call?
0: This is too hot to handle, but too cold to hold. We better call the Ghostbusters to get him on the phone.
1: Okay, we just saw uh, Hoyt again as the LAPD theft department. I mean, he'll show up every now and again, especially because we're getting towards the end of the chase, and they'll have caught the wrong guy. This is where the oil slick was, and this is where he had to buy a bunch of I mind you, turn up the sound last time for her too, because she calls the owner and goes, "It's a mess here, boss. I
4: just don't know what to say." This is Joaquin. This is Richard
1: Nixon. I don't
3: know how to
4: tell you this, but place What? I'll be right there. I'll be right there. <laughs>
1: What a businessman, right? He keeps right. his cool. You know, there's going to be. But we
0: don't see him again, so he wasn't. Never really yeah. follows yeah. up with him. Oh my god, Carl! Have we watched a ripoff movie where it's just like it's the same fucking thing?
1: I'm embarrassed in front of uh, Mutiny Radio listeners. This is.
0: Yeah, we have watch
1: again. Uh, you know, it's almost a rerun here.
0: It's a vicious cycle, man, because we watch bad movies. This is a bad movie, but we it's unwatchable. Burned. We have to watch it.
1: By the way, in transparency, I did not watch this film four times. I mean, I didn't You've seen to. I watched yeah. the beginning four times for sure. And um, certainly at the end, I don't know. I'm just, I'm embarrassed. I we're coming what up like... on the big jump. By the way, we're, we're we're almost wrapping up here. Not quite. We'll be in the middle of the thing. We're coming up on the big jump that gave him a limp for life. He now, come th- we past must... thirteen vertebrae. They squeezed <sighs> his back spine.
0: Well, because one of the things they do is they show people after the aftermath of the of these stunts, and it, it kind of grounds it a little bit. You don't see that in Hobbs and Shaw. Say
1: right. Where, you won't uh, see it in yeah. uh, uh, the Fast and the Furious films.
0: Yeah, you won't see this. Look at
1: this. We're seeing repercussion.
0: Yeah. And I appreciate that. The pants, I don't, not much. (laughs) And it is kind of ironic that it's going to be right before he really hurts himself.
1: I suppose that's ironic, but it's one of the reasons why this guy is a badass. He was absolutely willing to do, there was nothing bullshit about, I mean, it might have been bullshit about him, but when it came to, I mean, if you were in a bar fight, there's, there's tough talkers and then there's guys who are going to swing. Toby right. would be swinging.
0: All okay, right, here, here you comes
1: go. the big jump. Turn up the sound.
0: See it again, second time.
1: Yeah, we freeze framed and put the two together. Yeah. Now watch his vertebrae right here.
0: Oh, Carl. Ow.
1: It just happened in real life, he just got... All right. Here it comes again, he's gonna get... <laughs> now from this angle, it really looks like it hurt, watch. Oof. Uh... <laughs> As a filmmaker, he exploited himself. What do you have to do in this film? All you gotta do is sit in your car. You made some funny joke about that. I don't know if it was last time or the time before. He goes, you want to be in my movie? Sure. What do I got to do? You just have to sit in your car, not telling him what's coming.
0: God, insane.
1: At least he landed. Now, look how the other cars are now moving. Right. It's a really well shot thing, and I don't begrudge him for showing it three or four times. It is the money shot.
0: And there you go that's what happened in two oh. seconds these cars get fucked up yeah i never He's seen all
1: his cars all his cars the parked cars the cop cars chasing the cars getting destroyed he owned them all from his junkyard
0: nuts i never seen behind the green door the 70s porno movie but there's a slow motion scene in that i believe
1: <laughs> okay
0: yeah i think i see i had a joke about
1: he has escaped the cops because their own roadblock has prevented them from going further. It didn't prevent Toby, but it prevented them. This is new footage. I, no, it's not. This is the,
0: the same. There's a woman yeah, from the. Yeah.
1: It ruined my perfectly good umbrella.
0: Yep. Here we are. That's weird. Like the the radio station must be on the second floor.
1: Yeah, he's got a balcony.
0: Oh, let's go to Ash's.
1: Yeah, let's go to the car. (laughs) Let's go to Ash, where I'll find another Eleanor, just coincidentally.
0: Right. I bet you that Shakey's is still there in California.
1: (laughs) You could go here, Mike, and find out.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Don't
1: throw away.
0: Listen, every time I'm in Los Angeles and I walk by a Shakey's Pizza, I go, oh, Uh, I wish today was my birthday.
1: Now, here is a nice Eleanor being washed. Now, turn up the sound. You'll hear her be surprised. What
3: happened to your yeah, co- I'm, to, I'm pressing late? mute. Too late. Too late.
1: Here's what I want you to do next episode. I want you to take some duct tape and I'm put serious. the remote in your hand. You and see? Say, Turn up you the sound. See? You go click.
0: You said turn up the sound. I'm practicing.
1: Well, you missed it. He said, Dino not You missed it.
0: God, yeah, right.
1: Oh, wait, turn up the sound, turn up the sound. Oh, you missed it. He goes, what you talking about, Willis? You missed it.
0: He did not say that.
1: What you talking about, Willis? He said that in 1974. <laughs> and the, so the episode, the show was born.
0: Okay. And then he said, oh, live scared. from New York, it's Saturday night.
1: He went to the lady and said, there's been a problem. We have to rewash your car. And she goes, what? He goes, just go speak with the man in the office. I'll take it around to rewash it.
0: And stole. You smoking a doobie? No, no he's cool. learning
1: that it's his car that was stolen.
0: Uh weird.
1: Wig off, mustache Wig off. off. You're right, it was a fake mustache.
0: Yeah, he wore a fake itchy mustache while hopping onto a helicopter.
1: These guys are so poor, they're sharing a cigarette, I guess.
0: Oh, they only had one uh, hand-rolled. <laughs> it does, it's not even tobacco, Carl.
1: It's not tobacco? Wow, they are poor. A hand-rolled non-tobacco cigarette shared between three guys? That is...
0: It, while driving and drinking beer?
1: Well, madam, I don't know where your car is, but if someone said they're re-washing it, I'm sure they're re-washing it. Now she'll see her car all junked up, because it's really the car in the chase, and she'll faint.
0: They try to make, I mean, it's just, it's such a weird coincidence, but you know what? I'll take it. it watch She's
1: going to see her own car. They right. Go, oh, it's paint.
0: God, <laughs> it's 11 cents for gas. I can't believe it. You do that to me all the time. We watch a movie for the seventies. You'd like, it's two bits a gallon. <laughs> oh yeah. The
1: prices of stuff. You get yeah. Crazy. Yeah.
0: They'll have like uh There's a thrifty. They'll probably be like gallon of milk. Half I a penny. watched.
1: Um, uh, what was the famous Bruce Willis film in which they the, were Die Hard. Yeah, I die watched hard. Die Hard. It was ninety-seven cents a gallon.
0: In eighty-six. I don't know.
1: Yeah. They canned up to the tower. You saw the gas price, and I was like, "Whoa!"
0: Also, well, cigarette prices too are fun to see.
1: Listen, if I had a time machine, I would waste it. I would just fill up. just go back in time, fill up, go forward in time.
0: He come back, everyone has three arms. Carl, you did it again. Stop (laughs) doing that. Stop going back in time to get cheap gas.
1: This was well done, too. He gets away from the cop, and then it's like, wait a minute, and he thinks he's getting busted. I don't know. It was well done, but it was already done and gone in 60 seconds, so I don't feel like telling the audience... Luckily, we're almost done with this film. Now, this is all new footage. This is Axton showing up at the car wash going, that's the wrong guy.
0: Unbelievable. What a weird movie. Yeah.
1: Look at his 82 hairstyle, 83.
0: There has been movies that revisit their... The original footage of their first movie back to the future 2 michael J. fox yes. walks through the the climactic scene and the climax of the sequel he walks through, they they insert him in the, the the climax of the first movie
1: is it a rip off in your opinion
0: no Benji? absolutely not it was really clever it yeah. was it was a clever th- and one half it is rip off because the sequel just has the same set scenes mm-hmm. but now it's in the future he's being t- you know so in one hand, I knew that scene was gonna come, but the fact that they cynically used the original scene itself, yeah. I, I thought that was really commendable. And I thought all that Who Framed Roger Rabbit shit really showed the director was able to do that in 88.
1: So this is the same as before. Bye, Billy.
0: Yeah, and they're like, oh, I know we shared a movie together, but do I know you?
1: <laughs> so Axton now said, that's not
0: our guy.
1: And it's pretty much the film's going to end. It's it's pretty much.
0: The first movie ends with them getting away with it. Yes. This this movie, it ends with him getting away with it and Hoyt saying, yeah. they got away with it.
1: Yes. That's the difference.
0: Look, see the, the fire. The fire's on fire, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Wait, wait a minute. This is a typo. It's a typo. How can you end the movie? I Written, know the original movie.
1: And- Again, by H. V. Halicki. Again.
0: These guys get a lot of screen time. Yeah. During the end credits. They made it to the end of the movie.
1: And I don't think that this footage was in Gone in 60 Seconds. So we're getting something fresh if it's not new.
0: Well, I remember that his wife uh, re-released the movie with uh, new credit end credits.
1: Yep. yep. Well, Gone in 60 Seconds, she did. Yeah. Yep.
0: So this footage wasn't in it.
1: No, this footage was not in it. It was put back in the day by H.E. Halicki in.
0: Pearl, what do you think of this movie?
1: I think that I learned that I should rent Mondo New York, and I might regret it when I learn. Okay, what I think of this movie is it isn't even clever. It was a ripoff. He didn't need to do this. He should have made another film. He absolutely had it in his ability. We see that from how he shot the beginning. I just think that he was – I think this film is a ripoff is what I think.
0: It is a ripoff. It's it's interesting in theory. Like if I read about it in a book, I go, wow, he took the first movie – because the second movie, it was about the characters making the first movie. Yes, so The right. first movie was fiction, and in the second movie, we meet these – sheriffs and these new characters yeah and then the third movie these new characters are actually part of the first story right. which Never is no mind longer the second fiction. Movie, yeah
1: this is a different universe in which we're having a new movie
0: playgirl magazine gets thanked i think uh i like the second movie a lot i like the end credits the second movie really yeah. stayed with me the first movie is good this guy obviously he's a weirdo and this is just a weirdo <laughs> thing he did and god bless him for it look hb Halicki international released it hb I don't yeah. know i like it but i i would recommend you know and there you go in memory of toby uh toby you were clearly missed by your loved ones friends and family r.i.p toby he's
1: clearly missed
0: i i don't know i thought the guy's kind of cool uh I, I'm the guy even. as
1: a person is very cool he was a badass he knew what he wanted and made it happen you know he was everybody's friend in the community he was the coolest guy uh, this particular movie, though,
0: I would recommend this movie if you have seen Gone with 60 Seconds and The Junk Man, which we did in the last three weeks. Uh, but if this should not be your intro to it.
1: Yeah, this shouldn't be. the. Well, if this is your intro to Toby, he, he might get away with it because you didn't. Yeah, see Yeah, because you never
0: seen that the car chasing. Gone uh, in 60
1: Seconds is the good film it's yeah. a
0: really a good film i like the junk man too you know i had some stuff i to hear it.
1: you i hear you yeah
0: oh all right well that has been our whirlwind tour the late hb toby halicki rest in peace rest in power we love you we love your film what a crazy ride glad that it's on youtube what a kismet carl we're getting away from all this shit
1: thank you we're <laughs> no not car crashes and next week's movie too. thank
0: What's you that? yeah so uh I wonder if these credits, like I remember a couple weeks ago, we sat through this credits. Yeah. I wonder if there's anything new to this third movie that'll be interesting.
1: Uh, I must be honest with you. I never watched the end credit. I really felt ripped off by this movie when I was researching it. I started to watch it and I was like, wait a minute, you know? And it really felt like a rip off. So I did not watch these. I had to watch the end.
0: Right. But, but you know we discovered this movie through youtube literally we watched the first movie and then popped the sequel to junk man and we said oh yeah. well that's what we'll watch next Before week and the, at the same, end, yeah yeah this one popped up so we we're kind of hoping for like a different film like junk man was yeah even though it was connected to the first film in his own weird way
1: had i known better i would have this one. No,
0: I would have made I would have said we have to watch it. It's a rip-off bad movie. <laughs> that sounds like it's a it. bad movie rip-off. All
1: channel. the munchies, thank you for nothing.
0: And now we've seen all the God in the 60 seconds. Thank you for nothing. Although we should see the sequel. I don't know if I want to see the sequel if he passed away. No, nah, I do. I want to see it.
1: So you it will color your watching of it knowing that the guy we're watching is not long for this earth, maybe months away, maybe right. weeks away.
0: I still watch the Game of Death, the Bruce Lee movie, where he passed away in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll do it if you want, but the thing is, it's so short. We really should give the audience a little more. Uh...
0: If we do a live show, on one of those hour blocks. Oh, we
1: should... that like we did, and that's why you brought up the comedy festival. Okay.
0: Right, because we had to do our show in one hour to to, to comply with the the festival. So I guess we... credits
1: are going to end now. Copy yeah, we're at. I see a time.
0: website page. Okay, well, next week's movie stars Jodie Foster and John Lithgow. It is called Mesmerized. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, so we're getting away from car crash culture. We're going to watch a
1: Hollywood movie?
0: We're going to watch a Hollywood train wreck called Mesmerized.
1: M-E-S-M-E-R. M-E-S-M-E-R. You tell me. That's it. M-E-S-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D. M E S okay. I see umbrella entertainment.
0: S okay. Hang on. I see Mexican radio. Wall voodoo. Okay, here we go.
1: Ah, interesting.
0: Umbrella entertainment. I got it. Okay, hang a sec. Let me go ahead and cue.
1: What does he say? Radio Mexican. That was a good song. Yeah. Eating barbecued iguana.
0: (laughs) Any here and. Tijuana. I know. you know i actually have a tumblr site called like world party or something oh oh, 80s tourists it was all the white bands that had songs about other countries like uh-huh. africa and mexican that's radio and china china
1: interesting
0: and it was just like it was pop goes the world i used that as a theme song for men without hats but all these bands that like oh another country's a metaphor you know all right anyway so that's all my right. tumblr site Okay, so we have uh, Umbrella Entertainment, the channel. We uh, have paused the movie, hit the link, we hit pause. We moved the timer to zero, zero, zero. Carl, are you ready? Let's do the countdown. Here's the mic countdown. Uh, The non-comedian countdown. (laughs) Non-celebrity, non-comedian countdown. Three, two, one, go. You have great writing credits. I just
1: filmed 30 minutes and a lot of those shows
0: were yours, bro.
1: including the old refrigerator
0: don't you
1: And uh, when, I, when I read comics I don't read the thought bubbles that was you too to
0: that's my message. joke why are you telling my jokes
1: because I love you
0: yeah I love you too Mo. I'm trying to watch the trailer to- <laughs>
1: sorry my mistake
0: whatever uh, ow ow oh was the period pieces there's no cars in this
1: it's based on a true story in which a woman poisoned her husband and was acquitted. That's the dad.
0: Yikes. Ooh, baby Calvin. What happened to that child? Unleashing dark, mysterious
4: powers. A
3: secret
4: that would change her life.
1: But well, he's acting. He's acting.
0: He's John fucking Lithgow. He looks older in this movie than he does now.
1: That's true. That's interesting. Ooh, that's a trick. Ah. It's a dream sequence. That's a trick.
0: Mesmerized. Mesmerized. Oh wow! Hey, Carl, this is our first Jodie Foster movie. Yeah,
1: uh, is it? No, we it? saw um, uh, the one where they're all kids and it's the mobster movie. Oh,
0: you're absolutely right. What an idiot! Bugs, Bugs, Bugsy, Bugsy
1: Malone. Yeah. yeah,
0: Bugsy Malone. Of course, we. This is our second Jodie Foster movie. Yes, uh, and she has an amazing career. Uh, yeah, but you know what? highs and lows for, for those amazing careers. And sure. this one happened to be in the valley, not a yeah. un- mountain. but you know what? That's why we're watching it. So, uh, check us out next week. 1985's mesmerized will be our movie. We can't wait. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you keep mutiny radio on. We hope you keep subscribing to our podcast, it's the end of the show. Why do I need to plug that? But definitely if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, check it out. We post these shows every week, Carl, as a guest actually spends the time and produces uh, a synced version of our podcast and the movie. So Carl, anything you'd like to promote, anything we need to say? Go to carlsucks.com. You'll find it all. Sounds great. All right. Until next week. We'll see you then. Bye.
1: it's it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny. Oh, my turnoffs are guys who say mutad. nay Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike
3: Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. There's
2: more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes?
3: And they'll even say nice things, dude, you before they tell you
2: how to get improvements. No way. What is this nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke
3: On Monday morning, you see her way.
4: Show on Labor and Love Radio. (laughs)
3: This is... Thanks
4: Black Eyed Peas. Celebrate, Come on. serving up rocks on a hot plate like that,
3: We on a festive date, make it go eight and raise your heart rate We gonna stay out late, mm. party till the morning and wake up, wake up late mm. We do it till the daybreak, go on and on and then on and on and Dance to my mind, I can holler, I can polish death to your blind
1: your and push it, get and push We and push it. and push your and push it, get and push
3: it. It's time to get wasted and scope the whole place for girls with cute faces. Cause I see some fly mama, So pack your pajamas But don't bring the drama But you could bring your melody I'll plug in my mic and sing my harmony For how many times we gonna hit it? How many times we gonna split it? How many times you gonna get it? Or else you are gonna When I come sober You're gonna have to water Cause I'm the alligator champ Driving a train, driving a train Or you can call your friend And I'll switch my lane And get buddy-buddy with your friend Mary Jane She really blows my brain she really blows my brain.
4: Good morning, mutineers. This is the Labor and Love Show coming to you from Mutiny Radio. And this is our special Labor Day show. As Black Eyed Peas just told us, it's a holiday. Celebrate, it's a holiday. Black-eyed peas. Okay, so we've got a show plan. Good show plan for you today. We're gonna play parts of Fred Glass's history of the California labor movement. Golden lands, working hands. What happened today in labor history? Nineteen ninety-one, three thousand five hundred buses rolled into Washington DC to do what? We've got guest commentators, Francesca, Francesca Ramsey and Francesca Fiorentini talking about can we survive capitalism? Why is voter ID, why are voter ID laws inherently racist? What have unions done for us anyway? Huh? Do we know? Well, we're going to find out today. you have also got a section by Jack London, where Jack London, from a novel, describes a workday a work week a work month washing and pressing uh, white shirts at the bohemian grove then we've got our labor beat 20,000 workers are on strike at AT&T An Iranian journalist and labor activist. Subject to 10 years. Sentenced to 10 years. And 148 lashes. Problem with Congress. Pretty obvious. Commentary from Barbara Ehrenreich. Regarding low-page workers. What trickle-down? Huh? Worker pays up 12 percent. How much does CEO pay up? <clears throat> and a woman that we all revere and love, Dolores, what is still at it, getting arrested? The NLRB rules in favor of fired workers. What? What's going on? <laughs> Talk a little about Jay-Z. Anyway, let's... First, we started out with, uh, like I said, Black Eyed Peas. Labor Day, it's a holiday, and I want to look up those lyrics, see what they have to say about it. Before that, we had the classic labor song by Pete Seeger. Which Side Are You On? Written by the redoubtable Florence Reese. As her living room was being... Her house was being torn apart... By company scabs, company security people looking for her husband, Lawrence Reese. And the one before that was by Cher Bono. Yes, that Cher. Talking about working girl. Working girl. Working in a man's world. Something else I want to talk about today is something that we don't often talk about. Um, a lot of political and uh, economic commentary now is based solely on value, on money, on is it good or not good for workers monetarily. We're going to take a look about at alienation. This is... Uh, a concept that uh, Karl Marx wrote about, but what is how, how does living under capitalism alienate us one from the other? One commentator says it makes us all into homeless people. Makes us all feel like we're homeless. Okay, we got labor cards. We've got. Uh, let's start out with a little labor history. <clears throat> August 31st,
2: Why We March. On this day in labor history, the year was 1991. 3,500 buses rolled into Washington, D.C. They were loaded with protesters there to participate in Solidarity Day. The AFL-CIO organized the event to coincide with the Labor Day weekend. They issued a statement, Why We March, outlining labor's demands. The purpose of the day was to bring attention to the concerns of the nation's working people, especially over health care. Other reasons for the march included a call for more public works programs. Another major demand was the end to permanent replacement of striking workers by scabs. Bernie Dinkin, Secretary Treasurer of the Amalgamated Clothing and Textile Workers Union in Philadelphia explained, one of the main purposes for us going down is to let our friends know, our friends in the Democratic Party who are sitting on their laurels, that if they do not support anti-scab legislation, we will vote against them, no matter what they've done in the past. The most important aim of the event was to show workers strength and solidarity. A similar showing of solidarity had taken place in the nation's capital 10 years before. After President Reagan fired striking air traffic controllers, a September 1981 rally had drawn more than a quarter of a million people. The 1991 action brought out similar numbers. Despite the 95 degree weather, tens of thousands converged on the nation's capital. They came from across the nation and 30 countries. 100 buses and a specially chartered train made the trip from Philadelphia. Noticeable among the crowd were members of the United Steelworkers Union with their gold and blue shirts. 180 different labor, religious, and civil rights groups stood up on that day for the rights of working people. Labor History in 2 brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and the Rick Smith Show. For more information, go to laborhistoryin2.com. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1996. That was the day the workers at the Lusty Lady Strip Club in San Francisco made their final push to make their case for the right to join a union. They made history by winning the union vote 57 to 15. SEIU Local 790 led the historic campaign. What started the union drive was the windows at the private booths where the ladies performed. The windows had one-way glass. That meant patrons could look in, but performers could not see out. They worried that the men could videotape them or take photographs without their permission. When management refused to change the windows, the women started talking union. Soon, other workplace issues arose as the women furthered their union discussion. One woman recalled, We started to discuss other problems at work, like being forced to come in when you were sick. She went on, Our first thought was to organize a petition. But we were really concerned about individual dancers being scapegoated and fired, because that happened on a regular basis. Another participant in the union drew on her personal background, as a reason for getting involved. She noted, I had been raised to support union efforts and the workers' cause. I hadn't ever worked at a place where there was any sort of struggle to be a part of. The women ran a successful campaign to unionize. Despite winning the vote, management dragged its feet in negotiating their first contract. The women went on strike and management locked them out. Few men dared to cross the picket line to enter the club. And within a few days, management capitulated and returned to the bargaining table where the women signed their first contract. Labor History in Two brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and the Rick Smith Show. For more information, go to laborhistoryin2.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on the Twitters at Labor History in Two. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1921. That was the day that one of the most pitched battles in U.S. labor history, the Battle of Blair Mountain, began in West Virginia. Coal fueled the engines of industry, keeping the trains moving and the steel mills humming. Labor organizing in the coal fields faced violent repression. The conflict turned bloody at Matawan friend of labor, local lawman Sid Hatfield, had won a gun battle against armed members of the notorious Baldwin Feltz Detective Agency. Then, other Baldwin Feltz agents, brought to West Virginia by the mine owners, gunned down Hatfield in cold blood. The miners' anger boiled over. 600 miners gathered under the United Mine Workers of America District 17 banner. The armed miners were determined to march into the state's southern coal fields. Their aim was to promote the Union effort and sweep away the gunmen hired by the mining companies. As they marched, more and more miners joined them. As many as 10,000 miners converged on Blair Mountain. The high ground stood between the unionized northern part of the state and the less organized southern mines. At Blair Mountain, they met Logan County Sheriff Don Chafin, who had amassed an army of 3,000 armed men to repel the miners. Chafin's men had dug trenches, blocked roads, and marshaled machine guns to stop the Union men. In the battle that ensued, one million rounds were fired. The mine owners hired private planes to drop shrapnel bombs on the miners. The United States Army finally arrived. The miners, many of them World War I veterans, surrendered. Although the owners had won, what occurred at Blair Mountain drew national attention to the unsafe working conditions and the brutality of the coal barons in the coal fields. Labor History in 2 brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and the Rick Smith show
4: labor history there in two minutes and it seems like uh, the end of August is a as the rest of the whole calendar is a uh, labor history time uh, we had a varied uh, calendar there of uh, labor history exhibits from strippers at the lusty lady to pitched battles at Blair Mountain, to the 1991 demo that drew quarter of a million people to Washington D.C. Black-eyed peas. I wanted to. Let's see. Black-eyed peas. I, I wanted to. Um Check out the band, Black Eyed Peas. And talk a little about them, maybe look at the lyrics. Okay, Black Eyed Peas, an American musical group, which we already know. Um, originally an alternative hip-hop group, they sub- subsequently changed their music sound to pop and dance pop music. Although the group was founded in L.A. in 1995, it was not until the release of their third album, *Elefunk*, in 2003, that they achieved high record sales. Since that time, the group has sold an estimated 75 million records, making them one of the world's best-selling groups of all time. Black Eyed Peas. And let's see if we can get a look at. Lyrics. Um, The Battle of Blair Mountain, one million rounds of ammunition were shot in that battle. Uh, the closest thing in the 20th century that um, an armed pitched battle now those those miners were outgunned by the uh, federal government the government had brought in troops um, they were they were um, advised by Mother Jones not to fight against federal troops. And like the report said, it, it did bring a, um, attention to the plight of miners. And out of that, in 1931, came Florence Reese, and which side are you on? Constant struggle in the coal mines. Even to this day... Uh, as coal miners whose jobs are disappearing as we give up on coal. Concerned with their futures, what's going to happen to them? What happens to a 55-year-old coal miner whose job is over? I mean, how's he going to get a job? Where's he going to get a job? And that's all he's known all his life. Mr. Trump made a big show about saving coal...